0: Welcome to the Bearded IT Dad Podcast, where technology meets career development. Join us as we talk with industry experts, get advice and insight about their expertise and real-world experience in the information technology field. Have to learn to learn on your own. The number one thing you can do to get out of the help desk or out of any entry level position is be exceedingly good at your current position. The elephant in the room, right? Money is obviously a a certain barrier and roadblock, but I would charge and, and, and argue against that. There are so many resources out there available for free on the Internet. From starting your IT journey to advancing your career, you'll get actionable tips and practical advice to help you succeed in this ever evolving industry. So, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's dive into the world of IT.
1: My name is Louis Uh I work as the founder slash CEO of Pentestolab. Pentestolab is a company that provides online training for people who want to get into uh, pentesting, mostly web app pentesting and also application security. Uh, as a founder, what I do is, oh, I do a bit of everything, uh, business part, uh, all the business side of things, but as well, I still do like creating content, uh, re- reviewing uh, source code, reviewing like exploits and things like that.
2: You know, a lot of times, you know, those type of positions really have to be a jack of all trades. You don't have to you have to wear many different hats, and sometimes that can really make it a lot of fun is, you know, not doing the same old thing every day, getting to have that wide variety. Uh, I'm curious, what led you to start uh, Pentester Labs? Uh, what, what was the motivation behind starting your company?
1: So I started, like, so I was doing, like, training at conferences, and I had all this amazing content, and it was only used at conferences, I thought like, oh, I may as well do like an online training platform so people can just come to the online training and do it for something that is way cheaper than actually going to a conference because the training at a conference costs like everywhere between like 1000 to, I don't know, three, 5000. Where yeah. like with an online platform and with having more people and not being like face to face, I'm able to provide something that is Pretty great for twenty bucks um, a month. So I think, and it helps more people. So
2: that's that's amazing. And do you might kind of let's take a little bit deeper dive into the platform and what kind of people you know. What can people expect with that kind of you know with that subscription and uh, the different uh, perks that it comes with? You know how how are they learning?
1: So basically, um, what we provide is a course, an online environment to test things and uh, videos. So basically the idea is like, either you're a bit more intermediate slash senior and you're gonna say, okay, I want to look at the web app and have very little information and I want to hack into it. Or if you're a bit more beginner, you can say like, okay, I'm gonna look at the course and then jump to the lab and see like if I can do it. And if you get stuck, you can watch the video. And if you are like a complete beginner, you can even like start by watching the video and then try to reproduce what you saw in the video and try to solve the lab this way. So that's what we provide to people is just a way to learn with, I think a big advantage is it's a progression, like things are really thought through. I spend or we spend a lot of time trying to work out how people should learn in what order and why some things need to be learned before others, and what makes sense uh, for people to learn. And mostly focusing on learning concepts, how to apply them instead of just running tools, because like that's how you like to improve their, people's understanding of attacks, instead of just like getting them to like run I don't know, SQL map or something like that and just get the results. Like the, the learning is not in the result is in what you actually learn, right?
2: Absolutely.
1: And, you know, I'm, I'm a big
2: believer in hands-on learning and I think labbing the skills as you learn them is the best way to kind of verify you actually are learning the skills that you're, you're, you're studying. Um, You know, you get to watch a video and see how it's done and then go actually practice those skills in a, in an actual environment and, you know, test your knowledge. um, I think that's a really great uh, way to just kind of verify and really cement those important skills
1: down. So I think that's amazing that you guys offer that. Yeah, definitely. I think like security or at least like technical security is something that is really hands-on and you may watch a talk or you may read about something or watch a video about something, but the gap between reading about it, understanding, and actually being able to reproduce it is huge. And some people just say like, oh, yeah, I read about it. I probably can look it up and do it. But there are so many little things that can go wrong when you are uh, exploiting bugs. That like one details, like one extra space, one extra characters, like anything can break and things don't work anymore. And I think that's why hands-on is so important because you like what you learn is not to exploit bugs is to debug why you can't exploit them. I guess. Yeah, no, that,
2: that, that's, that's great. And that's really amazing. Now I, 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 did some research into and I've kind of looked through it. And I think another great thing is uh I saw you had all these different badges you can earn on your progress to kind of keep track of your learning process. Um, can, do you want to kind of talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So, uh, all the content, instead of having like a list of challenges, we organize them, uh, per category per badge. It's really inspired by like, uh, judo or like martial arts with belts. Um, and the goal is to like, keep people progressing. And the badge are a bit of a mix and match and go like up in difficulties over time. And they also like mix match content. So you have badges, for example, on, Some concept like uh, authentication, you have them some on Unix, some on uh, SAML, some on like a lot of things are covered and organized with those badges.
2: So it really sounds like your guys' platforms really for a wide variety of people, whether they're looking to start off in like the penetration field or they already have some experience and looking to like learn some more skills and keep their skills sharp. You know, one thing is, you know, in the field, if you're not constantly doing a certain task, you tend to kind of forget those skills. And this is a great way to kind of keep all your skills nice and sharp um, and make sure, you know, you're keeping up to date on all all the training as well.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the idea is Allow people from all skill set to ever get better or stay as good as they are, and not like because even if you you stop like studying for a long time, you're like gonna get behind, and that's what we help people do as well like they don't necessarily have always the time to set up a lab uh or even like do all the research to know like what they should learn because uh that's what takes a lot of time you saying like why this uh, CVE, this vulnerability is interesting versus like why this one is just like uh, a rehash of something that I've already learned. And I think that's the kind of thing that gets time consuming. It's analyzing as a content creator is analyzing a lot of vulnerabilities to find the one where people are actually going to learn good things that they can then reuse uh, in their everyday work. Uh, Absolutely.
2: And you know, one thing I did notice about your platform and like, like we were saying, you, you have to constantly be learning. You guys are constantly putting out, looks like new content on the platform as well. Um, you want to talk about, you know, kind of your guys' process of creating new content.
1: So, yeah. So we try to like put content on a regular basis. So either like new challenges or video for the challenges, um, Creation of content is mostly like a lot of uh, monitoring of Twitter, of uh, mailing lists of like uh, big project, and see like what are the latest CVs, the latest uh, exploit. what are people doing. Uh, bug bounty as well, monitoring what people are doing in the bug bounty space and then pick what we think is important to learn. From that, we start creating a lab And then we deploy it and then it's made available to people and we can start hacking on it. That's awesome. Do you
2: have any advice for someone that is maybe just kind of getting their start in IT and is looking to make the switch to like a red team, blue team, penetration testing or something like
1: that. What is your advice to people that are looking to make that switch? I think first you need to be really motivated. There's a difference between uh, liking to hack or liking the idea of hacking and actually enjoying like doing this job because it's going to be long hours and you see people at conference doing talks and you only see like the tip of the iceberg because they're going to do a talk and say like, okay, so I found this exploit and then I found this code and I saw this bug. What you don't see is like this person to do like these three things it took like probably like two weeks or something like that. And you can only see like the results well presented, but it's like hours or days of banging your head against the wall to find this thing. And so it's not, it's really exciting and you're going to learn a lot, but you need to understand as well that right? it's, you need to really like spending hours in front of a computer, looking at little details. And, but it's a great career and it's interesting and uh, it's, for me, it's a passion, so it's really easy to keep going and do that every day. Uh, and I think another thing is if you're getting started, try to not be too, to go too broad because people are, have a tendency to learn a lot of things. Like I'm going to do like two weeks of Blue of blue Team, two weeks of Windows, two weeks of Linux, two weeks of web, two weeks of forensic, two weeks of network. But the thing is that if you do that, you keep learning the basics in a lot of domain which is good but then you get stuck at always learning the basics and you go broader and broader and broader and it's important especially if you want to get a job in this domain to try to go as deep as you can and learn things that are hard because if it's hard it's painful and not many people will do it and that's where you're going to be more valuable to someone who wants to give you a job because it's easy to find a lot of people happy to like look like be broad and they are like a really good manager and they, they are a place for these people. But if you want like to quickly get a job, try to go as deep as you can on something and that's where uh, you learn the most and then you can reproduce that knowledge to learn other fields. That, that's some really great advice. And I think
2: I think a lot of people like the idea of cybersecurity, but when it actually comes to put the, the rubber to the road, you know, to actually sit down in front of the computer and put in the hours, uh, all of a sudden the, the sexiness of uh, cybersecurity falls away. And they realize that like, over 80% of cybersecurity is a lot of times writing incident reports or stuff like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of paperwork involved and it's not all just, you know, the matrix and hacking into these systems and all that, that actually takes a fraction of the job. And then you got to go report on, okay, this is how I found the vulnerability and stuff like that. I don't think people, enough people
1: realize that. Um And do you, do you think that's, that's the case? Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah. And especially since the industry is getting bigger and bigger and it's a good job, it's well-paid and like a lot of people get attracted to it because they think like, oh, I saw this movie, there was a hacker. I can't believe it's a real job. I want to do that. But they don't realize that you really need to be passionate about technology, technology. And uh even if you are, you also need, as you said, like to know uh, that you're going to have to do all these other things like writing reports, uh, talking to clients or talking to people who don't necessarily understand what you're doing. And all this part of the non-technology part of like hiking that is not as sexy for a lot of people, I guess. <laughs> uh,
2: absolutely. And, you know, you kind of touched on it just a couple of seconds ago, but you know the talking to people, the the soft skills, the ability to talk to someone that's non-technical, And be able to communicate in a way they understand what you're talking about, but not feel like you're talking down to them or you're superior to them. That plays a really important role in the cybersecurity field. Really, any IT job is learning how to communicate with people. Um, You know, a lot of people think they're going to become a hacker or they're going to work in cybersecurity and get to kind of be, you know, an introvert and not talk to anyone. But I think those days are long gone, Um, you know. IT field, and especially like a penetration testing role, when you're reporting to someone your findings, you're going to to be sitting in a boardroom with CEOs, uh, CIOs, and having to explain, okay, this is how I broke your system, but not at the same time insult them or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's a very delicate um, but very important skill to have, I think, in the IT field and the
1: cybersecurity field. Exactly. Like, um, you can find all the bugs, like especially if you're like in an internal team or something, if you can't explain why it's bad or influence people into like fixing the things that are important, uh, you're going to find a lot of bugs, but they're not going to be get fixed. And as a professional, like as a tester, your goal is mostly to get bugs fixed. Like <laughs> if you want people to call you again to come back to work and things.
2: Absolutely. Now I get asked this question a lot and I, I like to ask other people who've been in the field for a while. A lot of people ask, should they go after it certifications or should they get like a college degree or an education? What is your take on, on that? Especially when it comes to like pen testing.
1: Um, it's hard. Like I think you can get away without getting any of those for a few people. If you're really self-motivated, um, uh, The problem is that a lot of places are going to look, I'm not going to hire you if you don't have the right degree or the right certification. It's really hard to pass this first level of like, I'd say filtering uh, without those. But I think um, the problem is that everyone is doing a degree or doing certification. And as a hacker, you need to kind of hack and do something that is different from everyone else. It's like finding bugs. If you do exactly the same thing as other people, you're going to find exactly the same bugs as them. So it's not really interesting. So I think people can find a way around those and they should really be like your last resort if you can't like get uh, a job somewhere. It's like, okay, maybe that doesn't work. I think uh, if you go to like local meetups, uh, go online, talk to people, maybe do a bit of blogging, maybe like, there are many ways around like going for certification, I think, and um, college degree as well, like especially like primary uh, education is that in a lot of countries, it's pretty expensive. So if you can get around like and save 30, 60K or something like that, that may be worth looking at alternatives. But yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of certification. I think like it's a big market and, uh, it's problem is that the more people are certified, the more other people who are not certified needs to be certified, certified. And it's like a pyramid scheme in a way. And, yeah. <laughs> that's right. and I think like, if you meet people like meetups, if you blog, if you t- uh, talk to people on Twitter and show that you're interested, you're passionate and understand things and, um, even like small articles on how to do things, how to use a tool or uh, analyzing like vulnerabilities and write. And at the beginning, you may make mistakes. You may write like silly things, but if you keep doing that, you're going to get better and better. And then you, that's a good way to demonstrate that first you're interested. Secondly, you can write. And that's what people want. Like if you're a pen tester, I'd say not, I'd say yeah, in Term of uh, importance, 50% of your job is to write a good report. Like, if you find good bugs, but you write a terrible report, it's like finding bad yeah. bugs and writing a good report. It's pretty much balanced <laughs> <it> out. <laughs> so, but yeah, so, I think yeah. like you need to hack your way into a job as a hacker, I guess.
2: <laughs> no, no, that that's in. That's a very good way to put it. So now for people who are interested in trying out Pentester lab, we're actually doing a giveaway. You have actually donated 51 month subscriptions to Pentester labs, uh, which is amazing. Um, And for people interested, we're going to put a link down in the description for those who are interested in entering the drawing to win. Um, That's a I mean, that's that's just, just a great opportunity for people to get in there and try out Pendestral Labs and see what they have to offer. Which I think that's an amazing offer
1: you guys did. Yeah, thanks for organizing it. And yeah, thank you, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. No, and you know the the whole thing I want to do is try to to give people – you know, that nudge in the right direction to, to get their start. And, uh, you know, a lot of people keep on saying, I'll put, I'll put it off till tomorrow. Oh, next week, I'm going to sign up for that. And, uh, now there's no excuse. You know, people can go out there get signed up and get started and start learning, uh, some really great and important skills. So. Thanks.
1: Yeah. Don't find excuses. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Just get going. Like,
2: So what is your biggest piece of advice to anyone that you've kind of learned in your career? What have you learned? um, Like, if you go back and tell yourself when you're starting out, what would you tell, you know, the biggest piece of advice be?
1: Understand other people, like try to understand why people uh, do like, for example, why developers write insecure code, why sysadmin uh, write like insecure configuration. Like, try to understand all these things because you're going to provide better advice, because people like developers are not stupid, they just don't know what someone doing security knows Sysadmin are not stupid either it's just like they got a different job, so like it's like uh what Einstein used to say like if you judge uh, a fish uh by the, uh, his ability to like climb a tree like the fish is gonna think like it's stupid <laughs> they' all, like because. Yeah, it's like people, like as a security person, your job is to know a lot about security and a bit about programming, a bit about sysadmin and all those things. Their job is to know a lot about sysadmin and a bit about security. So I think having this understanding and trying to be helpful, like really like, I think I work in internal teams and I think that's some of the best time in my life is like working with developers and like teaching them stuff and they teach, they teach me things, I teach them things. And yeah, uh, another thing would be probably like to try to like, as I said before, like go deeper on sub- subjects and really, really specialize early on instead of being comfortable and just learn a little bit of everything. Because when like no pain, no gain, pretty much. <laughs> Absolutely. That's you, a great way to put it. If it's hard to do, you're going to learn a lot. If it's comfortable and easy to do, you're not going to learn much most of the time.
2: Absolutely. If- if people want to find out more about Pentester Labs um, or connect with you, how can how can they find out more information?
1: So uh, Twitter or pentesterlab.com dot com or on LinkedIn, depending on like where you prefer to like talk to people, and um,
2: that's about it.
1: <laughs> absolutely, we'll make sure and
2: put all those links down in the descriptions for people to to really connect with you. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for having me. That was amazing. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Thanks for tuning in
0: to The Bearded IT Dad. We hope you found today's episode helpful and informative. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to rate and leave a review as it helps more people find the show. If you want more of The Bearded IT Dad, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for additional career tips and IT insights. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platforms for updates on new episodes and exclusive content. Until next time, keep learning.